1: Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And I didn't even know that when I prayed at the beginning and asked that the Lord would do what? Give us light. Because this world is what? Dark. We need the word of God as a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path in this world. Why? Because the world is dark. It's dark all around. The scripture says actually that. It's it's night, it's night time. But for us, it is not night time, it's daytime. Why? Because we carry the day. We carry the light. Christ is not just the light of the world. We are the light of the world. He is no longer physically in this world. But we are his body, we are his representative. So we are the light of the world now. We're supposed to shine the light. And the scripture says what? Let your light so shine before men. Allow your light to shine. Allow the light of God that is in you to shine. Why? Because the world is dark. You need this light for yourself. and You need the light to drive the devil away. Amen. The devil is not going to run away completely. You can keep him at a distance because your light is shining. He doesn't like the light. So he doesn't hang around you. When your light is not shining, the devil comes very close. Mm. When your light is not shining... The devil, you know, uh, sits next to you. Then when your light is shining, the devil stays away because he doesn't like the light. So let your light so shine. And that is the light of Christ, the light of the word of God, the light of the spirit. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father who is in heaven. So that they will draw near to God through you, through you. The work that God wants to do, the work that God does in the earth, is through you and I. God walks through us. So, we need to be spiritually stronger so that we can do the work of God. The Lord has been speaking to us on spiritual fitness. Spiritual fitness. Exercises or trainings for spiritual fitness. Exercises for spiritual fitness. Our text is Matthew 6, 1 to 24. Matthew 6, 1 to 24. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We exalt your name. We ascribe great greatness to you, Lord. For, hallelujah, mm. your ways are past finding out. But you said, oh God, that you have revealed unto us these things, your ways, because the spirit of God that is in us such is all things, yea, the deep things of God. Lord, reveal treasures, reveal secrets unto us. Give us gems, give us gold, give us diamond, give us treasures. Deep things of you, deep things of the kingdom of God. There are those who try to learn the deep things of Satan, mm. and you said. Don't learn the thing, deep things of Satan. You don't need to know the deep things of Satan. You need to know the deep things of God. If you know the deep things of God, you will be taught in a different way the tricks of the devil. Therefore, you say to us that we should be wise as serpent and gentle as doves. Lord, reveal your word to us. Reveal your secret to us. Reveal deep things unto us. Teach us and strengthen us that we may be Spiritually strong to stand and remain standing in Jesus' name, Amen. So, uh, memory verse is uh, First Timothy four seven b to eight. First Timothy four seven b to eight, and uh, we're going to look at it in three translations. The first one is the New King James Version, which says, "Rather exercise yourself." Toward godliness. For bodily exercise profits a little. But godliness is profitable for all things. Having promise of the life that now is. And of that which is to come. That is the New King James Version. The New Living Translation says. Instead train yourself to be godly. Physical training is good. But training for godliness is much better. Promising benefits in this life. And in the life to come. And the last one is the amplified version, which says, on the other hand, now the first one says, rather, the second one says, instead, now this one says, on the other hand, discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness, keeping yourself spiritually fit. For physical training is of some value, but godliness, spiritual training, is of value in everything and in every way, since it holds promise for the present life and for the life to come, Amen. Uh, without talking much about that, I hope I we'll have some time to expoundate on those. But let's look at the scripture prayer prompters. The first one being Ephesians three fourteen to nineteen. This is actually a prayer. This is a prayer of um, Apostle Paul for the Ephesian Church and of course for. For us too, and we can pray this prayer and we should pray this prayer. The points of this prayer are very powerful. And I want you to, you know, um, listen to this very well. This is Ephesians three fourteen to 19. Please not only listen to it, open to it. And we are using New King James Version to do this. For this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, "...from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he will grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his Spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and breadth and height, and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge." that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now, we're going to quickly just turn this around and personalize it and use it to pray. For this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he will grant me, that he will grant me, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his spirit in my inner man, that Christ may dwell in my heart, through faith, that I, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all these things what is the width and length and depth and height to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that I may be filled with all the fullness of God. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. You see, when you use scriptures to pray like this, especially if you would do this at home, on your own you don't only get to pray you also get to know the scriptures and you also get to memorize the scripture and you also get to understand the scriptures many of the things that i understand many of you no know, much of the revelations that i receive are come from using scriptures to pray amen when you use scriptures to pray it's like a light just comes on so please Use this to pray. And the last one, the very simple one, Philippians 4.13. This is a prayer, a confession, or an affirmation of your faith. Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Without you, I can't do anything. But with you, I can do all things because you strengthen me. In the name of Jesus, Amen. Hallelujah. The Lord is speaking to us on spiritual fitness. Spiritual fitness exercises for spiritual fitness. What do I need to do to be spiritually fit? The first thing you need to do to be spiritually fit is to be born again. In fact, without that, there is no spiritual fitness. Yeah first thing is be born again because the strength that God is going to give you is going to be in your spirit man but if you are not born again your spirit man is dead everyone that is not born again has a dead spirit dead in the sense of that spirit man is not connected to God that spirit man from long time ago in Adam had been disconnected from God as the scripture says in Genesis chapter 2 the Lord God commanded a man saying of every tree of the garden you may freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. In the day you eat it you shall surely die. And we know what happened. Eve and Adam ate or did what God told them not to do. So the word of God was true. The word of God happened. And what happened? They died. In the day you eat it you will surely die. So they died. They didn't drop dead physically. But they were separated from God. Separated, cut off from God. They could not hear God. They could not fellowship with God anymore. So, everyone that is not born again is born dead. Or let me put it this way. We were all born dead. We were all born dead. Dead in sin. Spiritually dead. But Jesus Christ declares that The enemy came to steal, kill, and destroy, but I have come to give you life. I've come to give you life. Not the life you already have, but the life you don't have. That's what he has come to give you. The life of God. Eternal life. Everlasting life. Jesus came to give us life. Oh, but I have life. No. Not the kind of life you have. The kind you don't have. That's what he has come to give you. The life of God. To be spiritually alive. So anyone who is not born again is dead. So the first thing you need to do to be spiritually fit is to be born again. That's why the word of God says in Ephesians 2, 1 to 2, And you he made alive, and you he made alive, who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the cause of this world, According to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the children of disobedience, he made you alive. You were dead before he made you alive. So there is a physical you and
0: there is a quote unquote spiritual you.